Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and we're back with a new episode after taking a couple weeks off for a vacation. So this week, we're talking about family, vacation, and why big books and lots of facts don't equal school. Before we start, just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for all their support of the Smiling Homeschooler. They're an amazing math curriculum. Our family's used them for many years, and we love them, and we believe they help more homeschoolers smile. So go check them out at teachingtextbooks.com. Also, thank you to Homeschooling Today Magazine for their support. They're an amazing source of encouragement, and if you would like some more regular homeschooling encouragement, head on over to their website, homeschoolingtoday.com, to subscribe. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Okay, well, even though we've been gone for three weeks, I don't think I'm ready yet. Uh, I don't know. It just feels like we have been running since the moment we got back. Um, But next week's looking good. It's looking like we'll be able to think and breathe. Of course, uh, next week will probably have its own issues. Um, But we had a great vacation. Uh, We were down in Florida. The weather was great. you know, but I, I don't know if you felt the same way, but I'm going to guess you did. You know, uh, that whole week was just, we didn't have to worry about anything. We didn't have to worry about cutting grass or fixing things. And it was just so yeah. relaxing. And then you like get home and you think, you know, I mean, even your mom and I we were just like, it just felt like we were connected and, you know, it just was easy yeah. and she put her head on my shoulder <laughs> and then we get home and it's like boom you know 100%. it's like alice through the looking glass it's like uh we're back in the or dorothy when she goes back to black and white you know yeah. it's just like you know my, your mom's not putting her head on my shoulder now mm-hmm. um she's totally talking agree. to me but <laughs> i mean it just felt so you know you just feel so like hopeful and you're like oh it's just great to be alive and everything you know and everything <laughs> is happy and and you have nothing to focus on except having fun with you know the family and everything and it was really good the kids were way better right. this year than last year and uh but yeah and then you get home and literally it's been like three minutes without something going on and it uh you know just get back in the throw of things but hopefully well, usually i always eventually. feel like we get home from florida and one of you guys would go are we what are we doing tomorrow yeah and i'm like what are we doing tomorrow we're gonna clean out the rv that's what we're doing tomorrow you know yep. or, or something like that and i know even like some of you moms listening you know you have that you have that weekend break and you feel refreshed and you it kind of renews your vision and and you're thinking oh yeah home is the best school's the best and then monday morning boom mm, <laughs> you know yeah. slap in the face <laughs> with a wet towel and uh it begins again yeah uh, so rough. but <laughs> at least we got broken in on the way back our camper broke down uh like three hours from home yeah. so we had to have it towed and uh, it kind of shred the tire in the back, like, uh, kind of like the shocks, I guess you'd call, uh, of the, uh, of the rear. Uh, so that was kind of a bummer, but I'm so thankful it was three hours from home and not 10 hours from home in the middle of the night or something. So, uh, God, it was good there, exactly. but, and then, uh, came home and the next day we had to go buy a refrigerator, which was annoying. It just, you know, the, we had power outages and our refrigerator went bad and wasn't worth fixing at this point. So it was definitely, that's right. Good... Because while we were gone, yeah, while we were gone on a beautiful day in Florida, uh, maybe it was our first or second day there, or at least mine. 
that we had a notice that it had snowed two inches where we live in Milford, Indiana. And we were like, no way, you know, and tree branches were broken down because the leaves had held the snow. And um, again, it was thankfully it's it was worn back up, though, by the time we got home. So it's just been foggy, which it seems like. Yeah, it's been board, beautiful it's been right now. Yeah. But we kind of hit the ground running. Uh, we left, went to my dad, who uh, just had his 85th birthday, uh, finally decided to retire uh, from the printing business. Um, all growing up, my dad had a little print shop. Uh, we were kept giving the history. When I was a little kid, my dad was a school teacher and had a little print shop in the in the garage. And then we moved across the street, and he had one in the basement. And then we moved to a different town. He had it in the garage, and then he moved up to downtown Danville, Indiana, uh, where he uh, was in business for I don't know thirty five plus years. And we just closed it all down, uh, not completely. But all the kids and grandkids got together and were uh, getting ready. And all he gave the kids the opportunity to uh, take souvenirs. Uh, so Ben had some really good stuff, like a styrofoam frog That's <laughs> from cool. uh, 1979, probably. Uh, I don't know. Got an alligator hand on it, a stick. You know, that's pretty cool. Huh? Got an alligator claw on a stick. You know, that's cool. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. All <laughs> the, the sign, that the though, I got the... gave him all these years. Yeah, I got the sign off the side of the building, but it's bigger than I thought it was. So I'm going to have to probably mount it in my garage or something because it's just it's huge. But uh, not as it's not as mountable as I thought. But yeah, it was definitely a sad, I guess, bittersweet day. But uh, it was it was a good weekend. But a reminder to me that, um, you know, the things that you think will last forever. I can remember moving my dad into his print shop. Um, the day we moved in and, and, and Debbie was, uh, I think my new wife or we were engaged. I can't remember which, um, and, uh, I guess engaged and she helped paint the bathroom. Um, and was, she's like, I've never painted before. And, you know, at the, at the time it was just like my dad, it was just, we thought he'd always do it. And now that chapter is kind of closed or coming to a close. And it is the same way with homeschooling. You know, you remember getting your little desks and you get, you know, your school supplies and you think that you're going to be in this stage forever, but it's not very long until it's all over. And uh, again, uh, you know, uh, as I was thinking about what we could talk about today, that's just kind of what we always talk about, um, because I think we need to be reminded over and over again of of the important stuff uh, because I just don't want to get to the end. I don't want you to get to the end, mom. And of course it's still going to go fast, but I want you to, to enjoy this time while you have it, because again, it does go so quickly. Um, but while we were gone, uh, we spoke at a church and we also spoke at a homeschool group, um, a homeschool group in uh, oh man, Lakeland. And Lakeland, Florida, it was a really fun uh, church at the mall, uh, or at least that's what it used to be called. Um, it was an entire mall that wow. the church bought. And so like a big they mall? had like a 300-year, 300-foot hallway in their church <laughs> that was like 20 feet wide and 300 feet long. It was like 
man, I told the people, if you guys don't have like some kind of cart races down this hallway, yeah, you should no be ashamed of yourself. Is this like like Concord Mall size around here, or is this like uh, you know, no? It was like a like a, kind of like a little mall wow. that kind of went bankrupt, but it was huge. Had a movie theater inside Sheesh. of it. Uh, it was it was a great church uh, <laughs> building, um, but had a good time there. But you know, uh, not while I was talking to them, but. And I thought maybe we just talked for a few minutes about this, Ben, is, um, uh, you know, uh, that idea that certain things and we've talked about it lots of times and we'll always talk about it, that certain things are school. Um, and I know even people who think about it and talk about it, they'll say, yeah, you know, school doesn't have to look it doesn't have to look like a textbook. It doesn't have to look like um, what you grew up. But there's something about us or that we just have such trouble getting rid of that that notion. Um, we do weigh certain things more heavily if it feels boring, if it feels, I don't know, uh, I don't know, schoolish. Yeah. And I don't know yeah. why that is. I, I mean, is it so ingrained in us that we think, you know, knowing that 1492 when Columbus sailed the ocean blue you got real learning example. That's your always your go to. Is I'm that the one I? Well, I don't have any other good <laughs> yeah. little slogans. That's the one fact uh, you remembered. <laughs> um, no, I mean I agree. that's I think, probably right. I feel like one major thing is is it's a clear, obvious. Even if it's not truly learning, it feels obvious. Like there's a divide. You know, like like if you're just playing a game or just sitting there with your kids doing something. That doesn't, you're not in the mindset of, I am teaching right now. You know, most of the time people are just kind of just doing life. They're not really thinking about it. So when they pull out the big book and they sit down and say, all right, we are now entering the school time where I have, you know, and teaching you and you are going to be learning. That feels like, okay, this is school. Even though realistically the moment before is probably when they're learning more than, you know, than you are right then. And obviously like as time goes on, if you're trying okay, to Okay, stop. Oh, yeah, go for it. Okay, so that's true, though, right? I mean, is that true? You know, that you are the moment you say the moment before you open the book, they're probably learning more. I mean, maybe not about math specifically, but just about character and life and uh, the importance of, you know, things that are going to exist for a lot longer than the, the fact of Columbus and, you know, sailing the ocean blue. So, I mean, that I think is definitely I know, true. but why is that? Why Why do we, it's like we stumble right there. We know that. I mean, uh, again, I've said that to your mom lots of times, you know, that it's, it's not, she'll say, well, you know, we just, they didn't learn anything today. And I'm like, honey, they learned lots. Maybe not during, you know, when you were reading whatever that little devotional was or, but they're learning all the time. Um, and yes, I think that that intentional learning or instruction is really important. Right. But you get to decide what the intentional learning is, um, you know, and if you decide, hey, today we're going to watch a video on Pocahontas and it's the Disney version. Is there value in that? Yes, there's value in that. Um, you know, is it historically accurate? No. But maybe the conversation leads you to something else. 
And again, I think the other thing is, you know, we're not saying obviously not every single thing in life is going to come up in a conversation, you know, that you, you know, is helpful to know. Like I wouldn't have learned how to do, you know, multiplication easily just, huh? What? To tie your shoes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But at the same time, a lot of people just feel so, uh, you know, restricted and not, not even restricted, just it's just like a, a taskmaster is we have to get through it, do it this way every single day. And that's the whole point. And we've talked about this a hundred times. You don't every single day. You don't even have to most of the days, but uh, that other stuff will come. But if you just neglect the, the, uh, the remembering that it's, you know, life is that, then you're going kids are probably going to be miserable and you're going to feel like a failure probably all the time. So I know mom, you know, definitely struggle. Well, with it's, that and cause... it's funny about certain things that, that, that we think, I mean, we were having a conversation about somebody said something about watersheds. Uh, and you know, all of a sudden it's like, well, yeah, my kids need to know about watersheds. And it's like, your mom's like, I don't know what a watershed is. And another guy said, I don't know what a watershed is. And uh, every time we drive to Pennsylvania and it says, you are now entering the Chesapeake watershed, uh, you know, that we think like, oh, that sounds like smart stuff. So we're going to learn about that. And really, whether you know about it or don't know about it, it doesn't it's not a reflection of anything. Yeah. Um, and when you need to know about it, you can learn about it so quickly. Yeah. I mean, I think it's always fun to watch like uh shows like who wants to be a millionaire or something like that because it's always those kind of facts but you know like realistically it's not going to come up r- real frequently those kind of things so unless you're planning on going on jeopardy or who wants to be a millionaire and honestly even like a thing like jeopardy i think it's funny because a lot of it it's not those kind of facts it's like crazy stuff that people just have to be obsessed with you know but again that's not a marker of anything but i just think it's always it's fun to just to see because but it is always impressive oh yeah for sure everyone's like wow I mean, this like person's brilliant ki- you know yeah we like when our kids are able to yeah. spout off some little fact 1492 you know or whatever and we think oh isn't that so cool they know that uh and really it it doesn't really mean anything so i just I, again uh I want to encourage all the moms listening that you get to decide um, uh, what real learning is. Uh, uh, and there's a a group, you know, the the those who are like advocating spending time outside, um, you know, a thousand plus hours outside, um, and you know, I think they're 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 kind of they've they've kind of grasped that idea and said, oh yeah that does count as school. That is important to be outside. That is important to walk around and see things and look at things, whether you write them down or not, it's still learning. And so uh, I'm mm. going to sneeze. Yeah, go for it. Well, I, I'm going to ask <coughs> you, bless you. Why you, you know, and I kind of wonder like, do you think that if, you know, you kind of instill that, just that um, inquisitive, uh, inquisitiveness and just interest in learning just by doing life and doing, uh, you know, obviously you're doing some of the teaching them how to read all that kind of stuff. But do you think that if you establish that strong base of that early on or for the first, you know, few years that when they are older, they will have that desire to learn more and all the other stuff will just come a lot easier than if you're just trying to do drills all the way through. Um, you know, if that makes sense. 
I would say definitely. And, you know, of course, you know, I haven't done a study on all people, but I do believe that, um, you know, your children kind of learn that learning is an easy, accessible thing. So when they want to know something, they figure it out. I just think of all you guys. You guys have learned so much, way beyond anything I know about. You've you've re, you've fixed things on cars and and appliances that I would be afraid to do, but you're not afraid to do it. You just do it, um, and I I think that's really neat. You know, I remember one time uh, your mom was and I were talking to a uh, a lady who was homeschooling or was thinking about homeschooling. And she said, um, she was just talking about, or maybe she had just homeschooled for a year or so. And she said, you know, I've just learned so much as I've been homeschooling my kids. And your mom said, you mean you didn't learn it all in school? And what she was saying is, see, you're not totally, pre- you, you don't know everything by the time you, you get out of it. didn't learn it all or you didn't learn at all? You didn't learn it all. Okay. You know, I mean, sure, you learn things. But every mom listening right now would say, I didn't know that. You know, when you're reading, that's because you don't learn it all. You know, you you miss so much when you're a young person because they're not thinking like an older person or a mature person. Um, They're not excited about learning necessarily. They might be excited about some of their things. Again, uh, Ben's youngest brother, Jed, Almost the only thing that excites him right now is dunking a basketball or playing volleyball or playing a sport. And uh, really a wise parent is the one who fans that. Uh, I was even thinking this morning, I'm like, I wonder if there's some books that he would really like reading about maybe some sports figures. Of course, I want to pick good sports figures that he would like to emulate, but you know, that, that he could just read about. And that would be his reading or, uh, you know, he learns about certain exercises to make his leg muscles bigger. And I think that's the beauty, again, uh, of kind of letting them do their own homeschooling or or homeschooling. Yeah. And I mean, um, uh, I don't remember what's going to go with that, but well, because I I read a good comment here. Rebecca said, I agree, yet also feel like my teens are out in public and someone asks them a question they should know that I've failed them. Um, Yeah, go ahead. That's not true. That's not true. Now, you might give them, you know, maybe help them to know how to answer those instead of when our kids just babble like, you know, idiots, uh, you know, trying to make up an answer, you know, because they feel embarrassed. Again, you can't know it all. You can't know everything that they're going to ask. And who cares if you do or not? Uh, But maybe you tell your kid to be able to just say, hey, I don't know that answer, but, you know, I can figure it out. Or that that you don't get all nervous and then feel like a failure. That's okay. You probably could ask their kids some things that they wouldn't know either. You could ask those adults on those little cards. Who knows more than a third grader or whatever? Uh, I don't do, I know a lot of stuff and I don't always do very good on those things. Um, You could ask me how to do certain kinds of math and I wouldn't be able to do it. You could ask me certain parts of speech and I wouldn't be able to tell you what they are. And is that embarrassing? Yes. Do I feel like a failure? No. 
Yeah. And I mean, and I totally get that. I mean, I felt that, you know, as a kid growing up, sometimes there'd be something like that. I always hated, you know, if you went to like a museum or something and the tour guy would be like, hey, kid, what's this? You know, like ask a question and they expect you to know. And you're like, I don't know, you know, and and it's a little embarrassing sometimes. But that happens to every person. Like I was literally and actually she was on this podcast, not to throw her under the bus, but I was talking uh, uh, to a friend of mine recently and she said, she was a she was a school teacher, pub, uh, public school teacher for younger kids, and she was not sure exactly what uh, I think it was D Day was either, uh, you know, from World War Two, and I, you know, and it's like that to me is super like what in the world, but you know, to her, it you know, it's just not something that's super relevant. It's not something she's interested in. Why would she know exactly what it is? You know, I mean, maybe she'd heard of it, but couldn't really give any specifics. You know, and I, and so it's just like. You, and the other thing I think dad has always been really intentional And we're about, all that way. Yeah, exactly. And is also we're, is we're not letting all that way. is not letting yourself <laughs> embarrassment determine what you're doing, you know, with your children. Obviously, you know, being able to read is important, but you know, those some of those other things that are not important, uh, you know, there will be times where uh, you know, uh, even as parenting where embarrassment does drive you to do things that you wouldn't normally otherwise, but is not, uh, it's not good necessarily. But what were we going to say? I didn't mean to that's a you. great point. I think that's a really good point because really that embarrassment can, can have you do some, some things that don't even matter. They can have you, it can have you push something that's not real learning. It's just fake learning. Or you give them some dates to, you know, I think we did a, a little spoof one time on how to make your kids sound smart. Oh, I think that's a Thanksgiving thing. I should post that again. Um, but it's that same kind of thing where you give your kids these lines that that they can make other ki- other people feel dumb. And again, that's not, of course, the point. Um, right. But yeah. And it's not just confident. find some facts that no one else, because again, that's just, you're finding your, um, a validation from other, you know, other people. And unfortunately, right. and everyone does it. I do it. Everyone does it to some extent, but try not to let but it don't do get you it. down too much and don't be that person if you yeah. can't help it. Um, yeah, and you just, know, and, and, and the thing is like, you know, I, I like interviewing people and, you know, working with a lot of different people, you know, over time, you can tell the difference, like, knowing facts does not really show intelligence or like someone you'd want to work with. You know, I can like, we can see the spark of this person can actually think, you know, versus someone who just maybe has all the answers. But a lot of times those people you don't really want to even interact with because they're not actually, uh, fun people then, you know, be around, but the people who have that desire to learn, who have an upbeat attitude, who are, you know, hard workers like that is so much more desirable. You know, if you're raising your kids to, you know, uh, support their family or, uh, you know, raise their own kids and all that. And, and that's not going to be determined by how many facts they know. Um, guaranteed and there's going to be a time really when your kids are young they're not going to have upbeat attitudes right they're not going to want to work they're just kids you know they don't understand they haven't grown into that position where they have to you know and there are some people who are never going to seem uh uh articulate uh but maybe they're going to work with their hands or they're going to be whatever good people have good people skills um and all those are okay uh, you don't have to worry about, you know, are you, you know, it's not about if your kids are smart. It's really just, and 
it's really just allowing them to be who God has made them to be. Um, and he's going to get them to wherever he needs them to be, um, even without you. And I think um, something on that is like to remember is it's hard. If you don't have relevance for what you're learning, it's really tough to like care about it. You know, like mm-hmm. especially with a little kid, they're not going to understand what all this means in the grand scheme of stuff. You know, it is easier sometimes with the older kids. I know for myself, at least when I saw the reason for some of this stuff as I got older, like, oh, OK, I can understand why I would need to know some of that. That was really helpful. But, you know, it's like if I if you if you watch a show, you know, a show, read a book on how to survive, it's not very relevant. So a lot of times you won't remember it. But if you actually were having to survive and someone told you how to do start a fire, you'd probably remember it, you know, because it's just like you have to, you know. But uh, as a young kid, some of that stuff may not feel like it sticks because it just doesn't have a lot of relevance yet. Uh, But, you know, Ben could survive on an island because he's like he's listened to uh swiss family robinson like a thousand times he could he could split a gourd by using a string (laughs) or something Uh, like that Uh, yeah i don't know but about that but okay (laughs) Uh, but yeah but we should probably uh maybe we'll just do a quick ad here and then we'll just uh wrap it up after that okay because um, we're getting long here but uh just want to say thank you to teaching textbooks as always they make all this possible um they help in a time that can be really challenging in school which is math which is one of those things that there's a lot of detail a lot of stuff to do but they don't have just the big book they used to but now it's just fun and interactive and it works on basically any computer or device that has an internet browser so it's really simple to uh, access and use and your child can do it independently uh, so we'd encourage you to check them out over at teachingtextbooks.com. We also want to thank uh, Homeschooling Today magazine. Um, you know, and one of the reasons we uh, uh, have partnered with them is because we share the same mission. We want parents to understand that homeschooling isn't a formula. It's a relationship. And every relationship is different. Every child is different. Every family is different. Um, and they want to encourage you to abandon that idea of one size fits all um, and and kind of to homeschool boldly, to homeschool your child outside the box, exactly what we're talking about right now. So if you need some encouragement to homeschool boldly, subscribe to Homeschooling Today magazine. You can find it at homeschoolingtoday.com. Um, they fill each edition with both encouragement and practical help from, from an entire team of experienced homeschooling moms and dads that will make you smile. So we want to thank them. And Ben, I was just thinking maybe uh, uh, to just maybe to to stir up some excitement that um, I know we're here. We are November 1st, Jimmy Durbin's birthday. He went to the fifth grade with me. Uh, and I don't know why I, I remember his birthday. Is, I just but... do. Huh? Who is that? Who did you say? Just a kid I, in my old neighborhood. Oh, I don't know I why. Like, I, I don't am remember, I supposed to know? I don't even is? remember my dad's birthday or barely any of my <laughs> kids' birthdays, but I remember Jimmy Durbin's birthday. So, Day Jimmy, if you're out there, probably why. happy birthday. Um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, today kind of begins the uh, beginning of our Christmas season here at the Smiling Homeschooler and Family Man Ministries. And uh, in fact, uh, today I rented a great big U-Haul truck, drove it up uh, to Battle Creek, Michigan, and uh, got an entire truckload of uh, our Christmas game to Bethlehem. We were totally sold out. I mean, we didn't have one game left. 
And so uh, those are back up on our website. Um, we have some a fresh new stock. Our You to Dad Daily Calendars 2023 edition are out. The best uh, dad gift ever. Um, and we also, these are not on our website yet, we have some super cool Smiling Homeschooler t-shirts. I'm nice. really excited to unveil them. Um, mm -hmm. We need to get those on our website, but you're really going to like them. They're fun. They're different. Um, they're super groovy. And uh, you're going to love them. You're going to love them. So, uh, Mom, let me just uh, thank you again for for allowing us to be part of your homeschool journey. Um, I hope you've been encouraged the last couple of weeks without us because, you know, the, the information we share isn't anything, isn't rocket science. It's just reminding yourself of the truth that, uh, again, home is the best place for your kids that you're the best teacher of your children, that every one of your children is a masterpiece, and that relationship that uh, the Homeschooling Today magazine talks about, that we talk about, that's what matters most. And all of that should make you smile. Thank you for joining us for another week of the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. If you haven't taken the homeschooling personality test yet, head on over to our website, smilinghomeschooler.com. Also, thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring The Smiling Homeschooler. We couldn't do this without them. We really appreciate their support. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling.